Let's do it. What's up, everybody? This is the Quad with Chris Young. As always, I'm Chris. We got Ryan from Miami. Just call me the fry guy today for this greasy hot take that's going to come your way. Producer Josh. What a spoiler. Yeah, dude. What What are you doing? Can you just wait until the end of the podcast? Nope. And no, Haley it's, it's the- called a tease. Hi, I'm here. And Haley the bear. Haley's here. Don't worry, Ryan. Hi, hi bear. <laughs> <laughs> you can't Speaking of teasing. No, you can't help yourself, dude. What are you doing? We wait until the end of the show to bring that up we, for a reason. Look, we don't look. tease. We we build drama and suspense into it. It's a surprise. And that's exactly what I did. How did I, I didn't give it away. You did. Oh, yeah, you did a little bit. A lot of it. Actually. All of it, actually. <laughs> Should we hit the spoiler alert button? No. No, it's, no, too, it's too late, late now. <laughs> it's too late. You do the spoiler alert button and then before, the spoil. Before the spoilers. That's why sure. we created welcome, a button. Welcome to the podcast, Ryan. I don't oh. know if you know how we do this here. Should I just see myself out and I'll just <laughs> yeah. pop back in Bye. for the hot take? Bye. Everybody's going to be like, why do you guys hate on Ryan? <laughs> At least it's Ryan this time. Oh, man. Anyway, uh, so happy to be back with you guys. See, I can't even talk now. (laughs) So happy to be back with you guys. Uh, Very, very pumped for this week. And you know what? Actually, to get to something like really serious instead of, you know, us dunking on Ryan for (laughs) calling out the hot take at the beginning (laughs) of the show, um, I wanted to to say something. So evidently, the the hot take kind of being a little bit different and being like, what year would you go back and relive? Uh, was really interesting to everybody. Like, it was really awesome to see like the reasons and the comments why and when people would go back to, and uh, it, it was just uh, pretty wild to to see what people had to say. One in particular really got me, and I don't know if you saw this one, Josh, because I know you look through this stuff a lot more than I do, but yeah. Um, there was a lady, I, I, again, don't, don't. Didn't pay attention to Yeah, d- yeah. D- don't want to say, like, name or call them out specifically. Yeah. But if you saw it, you saw it. And uh, said that she would go back to 2018 because she lost her husband to cancer. And I was just like, man, that is a, a whole new level of depth to that question. Um, and it just hit me really, really funny. So, um, again, sorry to that person for their loss, but what a, what a amazing thing to say. And all of us are like, yeah, I'd go back to this year because blank happened. Um, you know, it's a reminder that there's heavier stuff going on sometimes than even we realize, even when we're, we're talking hypothetical, what year would you go back to? Trying to have fun with it. Yeah, absolutely. It's pretty wild. Pretty wild. So Um, shout out to everyone that, you know really opened up in those in those comments and stuff we see you we hear you um it's really cool it's really cool we love you guys this is a this is an open space you know for people to to be themselves and that's what we love about the quad pod squad yeah i mean that's why we do this it's it's really the four of us all having different opinions and personalities and uh a little sentimental for for the jumping off point today (laughs) but seriously we uh we love having you guys here and we love creating this uh podcast and and continuing to get a chance to do it and um very happy that there are now more and more movies for us to dive into so let's start with movies first movies did everybody watch this i did not oh my god i was helping my mother my mother moved to the nashville area this weekend welcome welcome gleave's mom yeah mom sure so I i was not helping her move all weekend so I did not get a chance to do that. Did you watch the All-Star game last night? I did watch the All-Star yeah. game. <laughs> Priorities. Yeah. Uh, Ryan, did you watch this movie? I've watched the cartoon. No. That's not that's, the movie. No, no. All right. So we're <laughs> just you did, and me. Did you watch the movie? I've seen a movie before. I, I watched it last <laughs> night. Uh, so I, you know, admittedly got in right under the wire. But um, Bear, what did you think? 
So obviously the movie is what it is. Tom and Jerry, they don't really talk. So it's everyone else around them. But I, what I liked is it brought back all of the same style of fighting that they did back in the original cartoon all the way down to spoiler alert like the big (laughs) (laughs) see that's why we have the button if you tell him beforehand he can then play the button that's how it works got it Uh, but the big scruffy dog that tom's always fighting and he always knocks all of his teeth out they played back to that they played back to every little detail that was how they fought in the cartoons that's what i really liked about it so it was really cute the story and the concept i get it it was it was it was a cute movie if that's what i if i could say it wasn't like amazing but it was cute butch that's the dog's name butch. yeah, yeah. That, butch. that sounds about right yeah so the storyline and everything that they had to follow with the hotel and a wedding and stuff like that was really cute. And of course, they're fighting each other the whole movie. But how was the interaction between like the cartoon and the real characters? Again, I, I think it is the happy version of who framed Roger Rabbit. Yeah, that's the comp. Right? Kind of kind of updated. Like that's the only comp that I have for it because it is also like Garfield. Yeah, Garfield, um, speaking of uh, crossing different things that we discuss on a regular basis, Space Jam. Yep. It's that, that kind of thing, except, again, like she said, it's it's Tom and Jerry, so they don't speak. So uh, all of their stuff is very slapstick, you know, physical comedy. It's a lot of, you know, someone got... Uh, you know, do we need to do a spoiler alert for me saying that? <laughs> you don't have to, but it's just nice to. You know, Tom the cat, Jerry rolls a bowling ball onto his hand while he's trying to play piano. Like, you know, yeah. stuff like that. Did you uh, feel like you were young again watching it a little bit? All right. Did you? It's, it's, it's hard to explain it that you did because even though the actions and the Tom and Jerry were the same, the rest of the storyline wasn't. I, let me say this. I do not mind watching that movie. If I had been watching that movie with my niece, that would have been a perfect like catch all. Hey, she's going to appreciate it because it's cartoons and it's, you know, kind of this fun story. And Chloe Grace Moritz character is, is, exactly what she needed to be for that film and it's very sweet like very like saccharine almost yeah um it did not make me feel wistful for <laughs> tom and jerry cartoons it, it just doesn't it's, it's not the same thing that's a different era and i i'm glad that they did it i'm not disappointed that i watched it i would never watch it again it's that it's that kind of thing yeah what, probably one of those things that i won't watch again the soundtrack was great I loved all the music in it. <laughs> it was okay for me. I loved it. I absolutely loved it. Boys to Men was in there. I mean, shout out to them. <laughs> yeah. But it, and uh, there was some good. Uh, cam- Ryan Ryan is cameos. holding up his finger because he wants to talk over this movie that he did not watch. Go ahead, Ryan. Wow. I mean, <laughs> thanks for peeling back the curtain of the subtleties uh, yeah. to just expose the quad pod quad to me virtually the wanting quad to pod. get well, in. I wasn't quad. even yeah. watching you, so I didn't even notice. Uh, yeah. so. Okay. All right. So Tom and Jerry, by the way, a fourth Hollywood film in the pandemic uh, time to cross 50 million at the worldwide box office. Uh, Wonder Woman, 1984. The Croods, A New Age, and Tenet were the other ones that have done that. And you're, you're burying the lead a bit. Um, when you start talking about what this movie actually did box office-wise, the U.S. box office is, is far more important um, than than worldwide right now because as things begin to go, go open, especially uh, New York, which is one of the biggest film markets in the U.S., uh, it's the second or I think, I think it's the second to cross 10 million in its opening weekend. Wonder Woman did that, and then Tom and Jerry did that as well, um, which is, you know, something that they were, like, celebrating from the mountaintop last week, and then, you know, the the new Disney film, Raya and the Last Dragon, did not cross the $10 million mark, so they were like, ah, is this good, bad, what does that mean? Um, so, really, really interesting. It, it seems like people are starting to go back to the movie theaters, but I don't... I don't know if we've hit that true tipping point yet, you know? Do we think when it comes to nostalgia films though, I feel like 
Godzilla versus Kong later on this month is going to attract a lot of people to the theaters. Yes, but that's a different kind of nostalgia, right? Like, we've already seen an updated King Kong. We've already seen a couple updated Godzilla films. So those properties are not only reminding you of things that you may have seen when you were younger or that, you know, you watched with your parents growing up, but they're already entrenched and we already know those characters now in the updates. And then they're bringing them together for, you know, a big kaiju monster movie. By the way, since you two have seen this movie um, and Josh and I haven't, and apparently people on Google haven't, there are some relevant questions that people ask on Google. So I figured I would just ask you two since you've seen the movies. Number one, are Tom and Jerry lovers? What? What? That's a question people ask. Are they lovers? What do you mean are they lovers? First of all, they don't get along. That's kind they of the whole fight the whole time. That's... Well, uh, look, sometimes, as we know, kind of in romance, you know, you start picking no, on the that other is person. Nothing, that is nothing really like means this. You no. like it's, them. it's the whole no. cat and mouse game. That's the whole plot behind it. Cat Isn't and mouse. that dating in a nutshell? No. It's a cat and mouse game. I Somebody's reaching on this one. Yes. Okay. Next question. <laughs> Does Tom ever catch Jerry? Not really. Yeah. In a sense, mm, no, there's one scene, but, but then, but then no. he doesn't yeah. No, no, and that's not, that's also not really the point of the film either. Okay. Last but not least, who wins Tom or Jerry? They both do. Yeah. But you have to see the movie to understand that. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. I, I that you can tell it's people that have not seen this movie that are asking those questions. So yeah. let me There's a lot that. of other questions on here, but I don't think uh, it's suited for our conversations. Well, there you go. <laughs> okay, then. <laughs> I'll also do my uh, rundown that I normally do. Tom and Jerry, 2021, PG, family comedy, hour and 41 minutes long. Uh, 5.3 on IMDb, 24% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but 86% of Google users like this movie. So evidently people on Google did watch it, right? Enough to, uh, it's like to give it a rating. It's like eight people. <laughs> How old do you think Tom and Jerry is? Oh, God. Um, old. Is it like 50s, 40s? Uh, just take a guess. Give me, give me an just... age of Tom and Jerry. No, no cheating. I see you scrolling. No cheating. But, all right, first of all, just tell us. Over 75 years old. 1940 was the so birth. I, of I was right. Is that why you were trying to get Yes. <laughs> I wanted a more targeted date, but yes, you, okay. were, you were accurate. You said um, 40s and 50s. That's like saying, oh, 60s, 70s, maybe 80s. Who knows? Could be the 90s. Stop it. <laughs> I, I picked a decade... <laughs> like gap between the two things you just went 40 years (laughs) ryan is wound up today he is ready to get to the hot take but he will have to wait um definitely go check this out especially if you got kids um it's fun and they did do a great job animating it i I don't want to downplay that i know this isn't really targeted for us but it was out there and we got a chance to watch it so um pretty cool yeah pretty cool movie what are we going to watch for next week I've been thinking about that. And I know a lot of people have been watching a certain movie and it's getting really, really bad reviews. But you kind of want to watch it because Tom Holland's in it? No, not that one. Oh, which, which what, one? what movie? Coming to America 2. Oh, I'm so in. You want to watch it? Yeah, I loved Coming to America 1. But I've heard so many bad reviews about it. So I'm like, do we want to do this? Perfect. I mean, at the very least, we know the barbershop scene is going to be good, yeah. right? At the very least. What if you've never seen Coming to America 1? Ryan. Are you serious? Dude. Are you kidding me right now? So should I watch both? Yes. yes. This weekend? Okay. Oh, you've never seen the first Coming to America? You know about I know Eddie Murphy's in it. You don't know about McDowell's? I, wow. That, that one surprises me. Huh. I assumed you would have seen this movie. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, uh, for, for next week, if you uh, do not want to have spoilers because i assume we all know kind of what happens in this movie just based off the trailer but um yeah go watch coming to america 2 and we will discuss that next week is it coming to america 2 or is it coming to number two america oh you may be right they may have done the 
Mm, I don't actually the, let's use the number two. Yes, you're you're correct. It is the number two America. Heck yeah. All right. So then. here we go. We're All ready. right. Let's go to sports. Sports. You want to talk about this? You want to break this down? <laughs> or do you want me to give the most stunningly cold take that anyone's going to hear today? I'd love the stunningly cold take first, and then we'll work backwards. <laughs> okay. LeBron and Giannis on the same team. Wow, they're good. <laughs> Shocking. Is that Magic Johnson tweeting that out? <laughs> no. I was just trying to write stuff down this weekend, and as I'm typing it out, I'm like, this is dumb. Of course they're good if they're on the same team. Steph and Dame in the same backcourt. Really oh my good. God. Really oh, good. Wow. Who knew? Yeah, that uh, one never that one was never a game. No, it wasn't close. Takeaways. Um, number one, LeBron as GM, still very good. Picks really good teams every year. Isn't he four and oh all time as yeah, a GM? He's really great. Number two, <laughs> Steph and LeBron on the same team. I like it a lot. First time we've had it in the All Star game. You mean giving him a spot up three point shooter who's arguably the best three point shooter of all time? And LeBron just like throwing it, and just letting him work. Yeah, just yeah. letting him do stuff. Oh, wait, it, yeah, weren't there a lot of shots from half court that actually made it? Oh, Steph yes. and Dame started trading half yeah. court shots and nailing them the entire game. Yeah. And f- and part three, uh, Steph just being healthy and doing Steph stuff is just fun. It's just fun for Steph the NBA. Stuff. <laughs> Steph stuff. Steph stuff. Yeah. I think you can coin that like hashtag Steph stuff. I like. That. I like that a lot. Yeah. yeah. Good call, yeah. there. Steph stuff. Steph stuff. Now, what about Seth stuff? If if the brother Curry does stuff, should we do Seth stuff too, or I'm, I'm just for Steph that. stuff? Seth stuff is getting a number one seed in the East right now. <laughs> Yo, like no joke. They are good. They're really good. Um, uh, can I give some hot takes here? Some yeah, like yeah, freezing yeah. cold. But can I ask like a question of you as well? This is kind of going around the room. Do y'all remember when they first started letting them pick teams and how big a deal it was who LeBron was going to pick first? And then this year we heard like absolutely nothing about it. No, uh, we heard about who got picked last. That became viral when he when the Jazz, which have the best record in the league and their two all-stars got picked last. It was kind of a fun snub. But yes, it was like the because we thought that was LeBron recruiting. We thought right. that this was like tampering on a on a big stage. That was more my point. Right? And now it's just like, yeah, whatever. By the way, did you watch the selections? Like LeBron couldn't have been more charismatic, and Katie couldn't have cared less. I didn't. Like it was, I didn't even know when they were. Like, and I, I know I, I talk about stuff a lot where I like. I, I'm going to talk about UFC here in a minute, and you guys are going to your eyes are going to glaze over like they always do, and I'm going to continue to talk about it. But it, I, I don't, I don't feel like they did a great job of setting this one up. It was before Heat Pelicans on Thursday, by the way, so, which is the only reason why I watched it. Well, was don't you think that's because they were thinking about not doing it? But then once you do it, you gotta talk kind of, it up. Yeah, you, you know. I didn't realize it was the All Star Game yesterday until I went to go make some bets and was like, "Why is this my only option?" And then I realized, "Oh, it's the All Star <laughs> oh. Game." <laughs> What's East versus West? Went on, went on to draft games. Just, You're like, wait a minute. This isn't, this isn't, I don't resort to hockey, which I suck at. <laughs> Lord. Which, by the way, I will tell you, one, I, if give, you look give at me the, the hot takes. Come on. I'm okay, sorry. So I did not mean you, to knock you off of your game. No, right. it's cool. I'm, I'm, I'm fired up today, okay, for, for more reasons than just fries. Um, so <laughs> you're, you're fired up today. I'm, f- I like that. Hashtag fried <laughs> so, up. The, the like fact that. that you like that's concerning. <laughs> <laughs> you like that. Uh, all right. Number one, first of all, the jerseys, if you looked at the jerseys and I saw this making the rounds today on Twitter and Josh, you might've seen it too. The jerseys with the stripe through that was paying homage to like retro Pacers uniforms because it was supposed to be in Indianapolis and they didn't even change the jerseys when the game got moved to Atlanta. So the NBA was kind of mailing it in with this all-star game to begin with. So I can't blame the players for doing the same. Number two, can we get rid of the dunk contest? It's over. It's done with. It's awful. We're getting nines and tens. Who who won? Uh, Anthony Simmons. Can, you, can any other than Ryan, can you name what team he even plays for? No, absolutely not. Oregon. Yeah. Well, I used Port- to. Oregon, Portland Trailblazers. No, Oregon Trailblazers, you know. <laughs> Which that would be, that, by the way, that'd be way more interesting. The yeah, Oregon Trailblazers. They were the Oregon Trailblazers. No, I'm just kidding. I'm sorry, Portland. I'm not, I'm not the sure. The Oregon to take Trail you. dysentery. Uh, yeah, that was, that was <laughs> that, more the point I'm making. That would be great. Well, dude, I mean, you do everything in like little 8-bit sprites. Yeah. <laughs> the oxen. Yeah. <laughs> 
They should do that anyway. They should. They should do like alternate throwbacks and do Oregon Trail. That'd be amazing. Yes. Pl- players should be out with dysentery, by the way. That's how it should be. Like, all of them should just be out. Um, all right. So dunk contest if something is awful. Hap- if something happens in the middle of the game, like somebody breaks a goal or they, they have to do a timeout for like TV, it's like you have a broken axle. <laughs> you did not pack enough food. I'm sorry. Uh, dunk contest being over. Yes. It's terrible. It's right? been, it's didn't Derek Jones Jr. win it a couple years ago? You won it last year. Yeah. Which so it feels terrible. like a couple See, years ago. That was forgettable. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I don't know what would save it. I will. I know what will save it. LeBron James being in the dunk contest. That I, will I save do, the dunk I don't contest. Need, like if you put him in it right now, I don't think it would save it. No. I think people would watch without question. More than Obi Toppin and Anthony Simons. Well, but I, again, I think this is indicative of we want we we think we want something until we get it and then we're like oh no we really don't like this thing anymore we're just being nostalgic i we're never gonna see i, I mean to me the beginning of the end was you know blake griffin jumping over ikea like uh, it, after that yeah i mean that was one of the, how it, long when you're doing I, I know but when you're doing that much to try to make it interesting and it wasn't that it wasn't an awesome dunk and i don't remember that moment you could tell that was kind of like the beginning of the end. Well, we remember that was ten years ago. Yeah. Ten years ago, and that's that's what I'm saying. I'm agreeing a hundred percent, wholeheartedly with you. The dunk contest is is done for me. By the we, way, he didn't even jump over the Kia. He jumped over the front of the Kia. Okay, it was should have jumped over credit. the whole thing. Give the man credit. We I I can't do it. Um, we remember the gimmicks more than the dunks. Like I remember Victor, Victor Oladipo getting the black Panther mask and then doing a very forgettable dunk afterwards. You know what um, I mean? What about the uh, Dwight, Dwight Howard, Howard Superman? Superman. Yeah. yeah. There you go. So I have a way that we could fix this. Oh dear. Have you ever seen slam ball? Do you know what slam ball is? No, I do not. Oh yes. Slam ball is basketball with trampolines. Oh, I, well then yes, I've seen it. I just didn't know that's what they would call it. I think we do that for the dunk contest. Let's make it way more ridiculous. Here's my thing. I There's more interesting dunks on the internet than oh, there sure. are in the dunk contest. And I, again, I know it's it's not, you're not playing NBA basketball every day. Those guys are out there trying to dunk, like do crazy, crazy Wait, so stuff. Are you proposing we bring these internet memes in and do then let them maybe, be the dunk contest? Maybe. I like what, that. What if the dunk contest is brought to you by either YouTube or TikTok or whomever? And, yeah. And it's that'd be way more interesting. It's fan voted and those people get in there and then they do ridiculous stuff that they spend all year. But again, on. okay. Uh, again, does that save it? Or is that like a one year stopgap thing? It's still a novelty, but I think it's better than Anthony Simons winning. <laughs> Man, this guy, you are hating all over this guy. I actually God like forbid Am- we ever have to interview him. <laughs> I actually really like him as a player, just not as a dunker. I like his first name. All right. Well, okay then. Well, I'm, no, I'm, I'm, you know, Penny Hardaway. But so, I'm like, you know, but reminiscing. To, to Ryan's point, I did love the dunk contest being in the middle of just the game. Like to break it Put it, up. it all in one game. Put, Put it all in one day. Yeah. Stop with the weekend. Put it See, on with that. And I just told on myself about not watching it by <laughs> saying when <laughs> who won. <laughs> yeah. Uh the NBA is is really interesting. I, I cannot wait for games to get back. I, I know that they just did all of that this weekend. But I was kind of of the same mind as you, Bear. I was ready for some more games because I've gotten into it more this year than I ever have before. I was like, where am I where are my games? Where, where's my stuff? Where's my stuff? I have a couple of questions for the room now, f- now that we're getting into the second half of the season. Do you take the Nets or the field to win the title this year? Field. The field. No doubt. I'm, even, s- I'm just still against Lakers. Even with Blake Griffin going to the Nets, which somehow doesn't make any sense to me how you can have four max players on the same team, but that's fine. I still will take the field. Field. Team team most likely to get bounced in the first round. That's a high seed. Would you take the Bucks or the Jazz? Bucks, Bucks. To get bounced, they have, they have trouble closing out games. That's that's their Achilles heel because if they're in close games, they're not raining threes. And so if they're up against a team that's just a great three point shooting team and they get hot, 
They, and, what, what do they do? And the Jazz clamped down in the fourth quarter. There's been multiple games where the Jazz were losing in the third and blew out the fourth. Yep. Like that Hornets Air? game. Who you got? I You said bounced? Yeah, like like losing the first round. Like they, like a oh, top seed losing oh, the first oh, round. Oh, oh, oh. You say the, so you're saying the Bucks are going to lose the first round. I'm saying between uh, the Bucks and the Jazz. If you had to pick one of the two, I would I would say Bucks would lose before the Jazz would. Oh yeah, 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 that, yeah. I, I misheard the first half of that question. She was just looking like what? She just heard <laughs> bounce, and she's like, "Where are we bouncing to?" I like that. <laughs> yeah, no, right, that's last why, one. Well, because I was thrown off when both of y'all said Bucks, because I heard the question of who was going to win, not get bounced. Tampa so Bay Buccaneers. Why. Tampa Bay Bucks. Uh, all right, last one. MVP. Who wins? You take Joel Embiid. Or Jokic, who has the the better chance of winning the MVP this year? Why did you pick those two? Because they're those two are currently leading the race for the MVP right now. I thought LeBron had better, yeah. better odds than Jokic. I'm yeah, I'm pretty I sure it goes Embiid one, LeBron two right yeah, now. Yeah, I think so. Okay, then I'll put those three up. I'll give you those three: LeBron, Embiid, and Jokic. I I think LeBron because he wants it. He he wants to pad that stat, and he's irritated that he's been kind of locked out of it the past several years. I. This is a tough one. Jokic, Jokic is out of his mind. It doesn't, right now. it doesn't matter. Denver's not good enough to make it happen. Um, my heart says LeBron, but it, your brain. Says, my brain says Embiid. But if Embiid misses any games, if he misses three games, that could be a swing of power to LeBron. the The story and the narrative of LeBron is too good right now, especially mm-hmm. with AD out. We take him for granted so much. Oh, he's so good. Are you okay? Oh yeah, I was gonna say you're right, bud. (laughs) Yeah, I'm just getting. I don't know, and it's starting to hit me. Maybe because we're like even LeBron had said part of the All Star game. He's like, my body will be there, but my mind's not. Like, I I I feel like I'm starting to miss LeBron, and he's not even gone yet. Like, his greatness just transcends everything. And it's if it's possible, we have. We have undersold how good he is because he is in the era of, oh, God, we're done with this. We've been social media. <laughs> it's a social media era. Yeah. Well, and, and an off night for LeBron is still 22, a, eight and eight. A triple double. And you just kind of go like, <laughs> wait, what? How did he do that? I watched the whole game. He looked like he wasn't even in it. You know? Yeah. It's tough. We are we are getting close to an era where we will no longer have LeBron, KD, Steph is 31. Clay's thirty. Oh like who's next? Thirty-one. Who's, yeah. Who's next? God. I got mellow. Like they're just these people that have been kind of in our lives for a long time. All right. This is going to sound really random because this has nothing to do with sports. Uh, although there are esports these days. Um, somebody popped something up on one of my feeds the other day, and or it was on the free you page on TikTok or something. And uh, it was like, you remember the game Temple Run? Oh, yeah. Temple, wow. Temple Run is tier, 10 years old. Yeah. And I don't know why that one hit me so weird, but it was just like, what the hell? How? How is that 10 years? But it is. Wow. The iPhone is 15 years. It's 2006. That, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Huh. We're on like Halo's, Halo's 20 years old. <laughs> yeah. Halo's 20 years. 20 years old. I, yeah. Halo doesn't surprise me either, but that's because I'm a nerd and a gamer and. Grand Theft Auto is 20 years old. Think about Grand Theft Auto. That's 20 years old. Yeah. I mean, none of those surprised me, like this one being 10 years old. I was like, wait, what? So, uh, anyway, NBA, we love it. It's awesome. I am so excited for for bracket (laughs) time. I'm I'm feeling really good. I'm, I'm telling you right now, I'm giving away some of my secrets, but... I'm going to be a lot of chalk. Gonzaga, I think, may just win the whole thing this year. They are that good. Illinois looks really good. Illinois looks really good, but I'm telling you, at Gonzaga, whereas Michigan could lock down and then they got beat by Illinois because they, I think they caught them napping a little bit. Yep. Um, and that take nothing away from Illinois. They they beat the breaks off of them in that game. Like that that game was worse than the score was. One hundred percent. Baylor's beatable. Michigan is still good. Ohio State's still good. Gonzaga is just so good. Like, I, I don't know how you beat that team this year if they play well. 
if, unless they have like a really down game and somebody else gets really hot, which is what it's about. Yeah, you Turn, know? turnovers and threes. It can get it can get away from you. Um, and I'll also say Florida State. Shout out to my buddy Tyler Reeve. That is his team, and they look really good. And not only do they look really good, they're deep. Their bench scores really well, really well. You would know. You have been on a heater <laughs> with college basketball picks. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know where to begin. It's still yeah. going to be a crapshoot for me. I just... <laughs> <laughs> That evil laugh is so good. (laughs) I'm so sorry. Uh, There, there was allegedly, um, it it was the, it was the dumbest bet of everyone. Like there was like six teams. Yeah. I did. I tried to, you know, do a parlay. Guess who missed every single one of them. See, I think, (laughs) I think it should be like one of the slot machines of Vegas. If you miss all of them, that's just as hard. (laughs) Yeah. All of them so you correct. should be rewarded for missing all of yeah, them. You should get your bet back. Yeah, yeah I literally missed. If you miss four, every single four. game, you should get your bet back. If that was the case. I'd I be a lot richer today. Yeah, I don't think they're going to do that. But um, <laughs> it, it's it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun making these brackets. Yeah, and we will we will get this sorted out probably this week. Yeah, we'll need to. So that we. By can, the way, how about have you ever heard of a player? currently playing that the team is going to retire his jersey while he's still playing in saying that Luke Garza from Iowa and by the way he's ex- he's in- incredibly like exceptional he's like 43% from 3 and he's 6 foot 11 and he's literally Jokic but in college they have already said they are retiring his jersey and i think he still has like a couple games left and a whole march madness uh I, in college I, I get that because they want him to know and they're like, hey, you made this big an impact on our team. That that makes sense. I just never heard of that before. It's pretty cool. NFL. I, this blew me away. First of all, uh, right after we recorded the podcast last week, J.J. Watt goes to Arizona. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's just like, well. <laughs> I thought he went to like an ice bath. He also did that. He also drilled a hole in the ice and got into it as an ice bath. Heck yeah. I. <laughs> He plays up that. He's so over the top, man. He plays I'm up so Captain America. A Stop! Lot. Like, ugh. don't hate. I no, I don't have any but, hatred towards you. I, now, what what we're referencing is uh, the Dan Levitard show that both Ryan and I love. They literally much. said, "Should JJ Watt just run out onto the field, his jersey being just the American flag? That's it. That's his jersey. He just is wrapped in an American flag." <laughs> Maybe. Sure. Why not? Maybe. Um, he went to Arizona. I, I don't know if that makes Arizona better. I, I don't know if him by himself can make that team better. Cause that didn't ever seem to me what they were missing, but maybe I'm wrong. Like he can get after the quarterback. Like that, that is an invaluable need for just about every team, especially if you're going to try and beat any of the, the top tier quarterbacks in this league. Maybe he was just really good friends with Deandre, Deandre Hopkins. That too. Which brings up something interesting. That's basically Texans West. If you are Arizona, if you're Arizona, do you think about calling Houston and offering up a package no, for Deshaun Watson? Never gonna happen. No. That and makes sending no Kyler sense. Murray to Houston. No, no, <laughs> you would never trade Kyler Murray for Deshaun Watson if you're Houston. Who's a better? Who's a more generational quarterback right now? I think Deshaun Watson. Right yeah. now. Right now. Yeah. Give it another year. Yeah, yeah, you would never do that right now. No. I don't know. I don't know. Either. One's 25. Yeah. The other one's, what, 23? I mean, there's only a two-year age difference. All right. Here's another question I have for you guys. Does the cap really matter if the Philadelphia Eagles are more than $42 million over the cap? <laughs> I don't uh, think so. Right? Do the, the Eagles really matter? The salary cap? How are the they Eagles 40, don't really matter. How are they $42 million over? That's like, where do they spend this? It's like 15 extra people. You're like, where, what is this? Right. What? Just 52 men on the roster. Cause they're still paying Carson Wentz. <laughs> is that dead cap money? It's that's not dead. Active. A lot of that's dead no, that's cap. Active money, yeah. cap. I think. How is that possible? Is there, I don't know. 
Is there like a luxury tax situation? I, do not, like there is I do not luxury know. Tax. I I was I, that popped up on ESPN the other day, and I was sitting there looking at it. Just it blew my mind. Like my mind just like stopped working for a couple minutes. I was like, what? I really don't understand the NFL cap. I don't think because I, I don't think I do either. That was my point. <laughs> the Chiefs had like six hundred k in available cap, and then they extended Mahomes for five hundred million dollars. And I was like, mm. how did that work? Well, because a lot of that's bonus money. That's why. Sure. You get around the cap well, and, by and offering a higher bonus. Allegedly, that's the number that Dak wants. He wants the 500? He wants he Are wants some serious? of that Patrick Mahomes money. What? Hey, One of these things is not like dude, the other. No. Hey, here's, here's the thing, though. He reset that we, we see this every several years. It get The number for the top tier quarterbacks gets reset by whoever wants to get paid and Mahomes got paid. And so now that's the target number for everybody that thinks they're a top 10 quarterback. They want that kind of money because they know going forward that the money gets bigger. I mean, the money's going to get ridiculous, not this season, but after the season yes. with the new live rights. Yes. It, the cap could go up a hundred percent. There are some projections. <sighs> wow. It could literally double. Wow. But it's going to go down this year is the problem. And it, you're going to right. see a lot of defections from rosters because teams are going to try to get under the cap. And wait for next year. I feel like after this season, it's just going to be a free-for-all. Which is, again, <laughs> the reference to Deshaun Watson. Yeah. 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 Huh. All right. I don't know. I do have a, one more proposal for you guys because you brought up the yes. NFL, and I thought this was interesting, and I want to get your thoughts on it. So the Ravens have proposed a new overtime <laughs> format. Have you guys heard about this yet? I have. I have not. I, I found this sorely lacking. I let me, do not let think me this explain. ever happens. Let me give some context here. So Baltimore is proposing a new spot and choose proposal. So right now, as it works in NFL overtimes, you flip a coin, right? Heads or tails. Whichever team wins, they get the ball. If they score first, if they score first on that opening possession, they win the game. The other team doesn't have an opportunity to come back. Unless it's so, a, a field goal. Unless it's a field goal, correct. If they score a touchdown first, right. So this new proposal that, that the Ravens have have pitched is so overtime would begin now with one team picking the spot of the ball and the other team choosing whether to attack or defend from that spot. So basically the winner of the coin toss gets to be the spotter and then the opposite team gets to be the chooser. So basically the other part of this proposal would be you have two options here. It's either a 10 minute sudden death period or a seven minute 30 second period where the highest score wins during those periods. I, um, there's, there's too much going on already. And this is why I'm underwhelmed. Also the, the spot and choose thing sounds like a fantastic idea. It's going to end up being 99% of the time somewhere in the 40 yard range. Yeah. Okay. But at least now you're not leaving it to chance of a coin. Each team has some sort, some sort of influence on how overtime goes. I, I also sort of disagree because you're going to have teams like the Buccaneers, like the Chiefs, that can score from anywhere on the field that are, that are going to immediately have an advantage in that situation. But here's the thing. Here's what I love about that. Okay, so let's say it's Chiefs and Ravens. The Ravens choose to put the Chiefs on the five-yard line, on their five-yard line. Like, the Chiefs then have to go 95 yards well, but the to Chiefs go down are, the field but that, and score. That's, again, it's spot and choose. So if they choose to put them on their five-yard line, all they're going to do is go, okay, your ball. <laughs> I love that, though. I no, love that. I, I love that they have the ability at. to do that. Just stick to what it is. I wish that there was not a way for games to end in ties. I, I, I don't know what the solution is because you don't want eight overtimes like you get in college games. That's really entertaining in college games. That will be a nightmare on an NFL roster, and it just wouldn't be fair. Is I, it, I, the, the, what they've got right now works. I, I grew up it hating work? it. Does it, it work? It hasn't I mean, gotten in the right way. Now, Brian, what, what teams, has it ruined? What, what playoff has teams, it ruined? Receiving teams are 28, 20, and 4, including the playoffs since 2017, when the OT was decreased from 15 to 10 minutes. Just taking the playoffs into account, you just look at the playoffs in a, in a bubble. Receiving teams are 9 and 1 since that sudden death in 2010. It heavily favors receiving teams that win the coin toss. Like right, that is well, that's, that's, that's heavily favors that. That's chance, though. Yeah, 50, a 50 50 chance. Isn't the fix 
each team gets a drive and then it's sudden death after that if both teams score? So no matter what, even if the first team scores the touchdown, the se- the, the okay, second team gets a chance me, to... Let me play devil's advocate, though. Um, what if your drive lasts 10 minutes? Yeah. I, I think remove the clock for a second. Just each team gets a drive and then sudden death after that. Or sudden de- or the clock starts after the second drive if, if both teams score. But the clock is very vital when it comes to uh, Yeah, I, I, again, we're, and we're maybe, running into the issue. I, Ryan, I, I get what you're saying. You're saying that, you know, in overtimes, and, and since this rule was instituted, in what year? Uh, 2010. So... In eleven years, there's been less than a game of year that's a game of year that's gone into overtime. I, I just don't <laughs> think it happens enough for us to freak out over it and start trying to be, you know, the spot and shoot. That's why when you brought this up, I was like, "Yep, I know what you're talking about" because I read an article on it and I was just completely underwhelmed. I, I got excited and then I, I read it, it and I was like, "Eh." And maybe this isn't the proposal. Maybe this isn't what we should go with. But I do like the fact that teams are starting to think outside the box with their overtimes. Like, do you like, you like college football's overtimes, right? Because both teams get an opportunity to score, but both teams are on, what, the uh, 25, 30-yard line, right? That's how it goes in college? Uh, again, the way that it's done in college will not work for pro. No. no. It won't. Because they, they've got those games that, like, I'm a – I've watched them where it's like four overtimes. Well, wasn't it A&M and LSU a few years ago went to seven overtimes? Yeah, yeah. and you can't have that in the NFL. No. Because Especially, of injuries. Well, because of injuries, because of... Time slot of the games. Uh, yeah, the time that it would take to run all that stuff. It, you, you don't want a game that's in your uh, your morning slate of games running into your afternoon game. You don't. And how long do you want those massive men running into each other over and over and over? I don't know, Sorry. Haley. How long do you want that? that way? There has to be a better way to say that. <laughs> oh my God! Okay. Anyway, we've we've been here for for quite a while. We actually took a lot of time on the first two segments today. So um, let, let's do music real fast. Music. I shot a video. Very very pumped. Um, <laughs> uh, I have seen a first edit. We are working on getting it to you guys as soon as possible, and just a. A huge shout out to anybody that's hearing this that has shown love for famous friends. Um, streaming its butt off right now. And that's all thanks to you guys. And obviously it's, you know, one of the one most billion? important things. Uh, no, not one billion. Um, but just so insanely awesome seeing the numbers on this. Um, thank you guys so much. Um couldn't couldn't be more proud of the song. So pumped for the start of it. You know, it's the tied for the second youngest thing in the top thirty. Awesome at radio. So, awesome. like all of the pieces are coming together, and it just feels really, really good. So it's fun to celebrate something like that. Does this? Feel- I do have a question. Yeah, your buddy Brandon, who yeah. set the single season record for touchdown throws, was yeah. he recruited? No. <laughs> <laughs> I was curious about he, that. I was thinking a, about recruiting the other day and that song. But I was like, oh, I wonder if Brandon got recruited. He is a, he's a firefighter. Yeah. Cannon of an arm, though. Cannon. <laughs> Absolute cannon. Uh, what were you going to say, John? So the trajectory of this, does this feel similar to some of your songs that have done really well charting-wise? Do you feel like it's kind of in that same model and kind of same pace right now? Uh, I, this is one of the faster ones that that I've experienced at least to this point on the chart. So, uh, it feels really, really good. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to lie. Like it's just, uh, it's nice having that and, and hearing it. I feel like I hear it at random more than I have some other things this early in the life cycle of the song. Does that make sense? Yep. Yeah. So, and, and that there's nothing, anybody that says that that gets old, I, tell them to come talk to me uh it, it is an amazing feeling when you're just sitting somewhere and one of your songs comes on i'm still waiting for that moment but i will I'll lose, oh, yeah. i will lose my crowd i will like <laughs> follow you around secretly like once a week yeah 
and just play the song right. wherever you are. Like, I actually love this. The Highway, uh, Sirius XM, has been doing videos of artists like hearing their songs for the first time and their reactions, and they've been posting them. We need to do that with Josh. Like, I want Josh's reaction the first time he hears his tune. All right, and I will, I, I hey, will say tune? this. The, the interesting... Any of them. Oh. <laughs> the interesting thing for me when it comes to that, I know this is not what they're doing. Um I'm going to sound like the, an old man for a second. No, do it. It's good. All right. Get off my lawn. If, yeah. It's not all the way. Get off my lawn. I love seeing reaction videos for someone like playing their kid, a song that they wrote about them or playing like a song for their significant other that they wrote about them. Or like there's several of them where it's like the kid surprising one of their parents. Like, what do you think of this? It's like, this is great. And they're like, this is me. And watch them freak out. I love those videos. I hate when they're fake. Yeah. And you can tell. Oh, yeah. You can. I, there was one the other day, and it was somebody saying, it was the first time hearing this song, and you see the person mouthing the words. It's like, <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> Clearly, it is not. So, uh, they're, they're awesome. I love those when they work, because they're some of the coolest videos on the internet to me. Because there's nothing like that. No. No. The very first time... Either you hearing it, hearing yourself, or your song. I'll never hear myself, but I would hear. I, well, I mean that, that's part of you if you wrote yeah. the song. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, but there's nothing like that. So I look forward to the day. I feel that it will happen. I'm claiming it. It's gonna happen. <laughs> it's gonna happen. Y'all heard heard it here first. And I'm uh I may I may actually give you um going going back to that a little bit. I may give you a photo to post on the quad. Instagram. Okay. From from the behind the scenes. Okay. Because I haven't really done anything like that in a while. So yeah, we'll we'll break some stuff. Yeah, I'll send that to you when we get done here. Um, let's go to what are you listening to, Bear? We're starting with you today. Oh, starting with me. Uh, I love listening to random music, and I always come across something I love. And I've always been a fan of Bozzy, and he has a song called Crazy Out. It's really fun, upbeat, and he's calling this girl crazy. He's like, I know who you are, and you're crazy. <laughs> and that's basis of the song, but it's a good, great, fun song. So, there you go. All right. He's <laughs> <laughs> calling this girl crazy. Uh, I am, am going to sort of jump on the train of what we were just talking about. Um, Run by Drew Dixon. Hey! Yeah. Drew! Well, but... Josh helped write it. Yes, oh, it did. Yeah. I did not know that. So, uh, very, very good buddy um, from here in Nashville. Fantastic music. You've seen me talk about him on my socials before. And uh, really, really great song. And just happened to be co-written by you. So, there you go. Run by Drew Dixon. Yeah, it was me, him, and, and uh, Tyrone Carriker. It was, it was for Tyrone. Tyrone was doing a little solo project. And, and Ty- then Drew stole it. Well, and then and then Drew <laughs> sang it once. And we we're like, no, you should, you should do that song. I was <laughs> like, oh, dang. That's for you. Uh, Josh, what do you got? Um, so back in 2016, I actually, uh, assisted engineered on this whole session, but it was the band 21 pilots. Whoa. And they had the band mute math come in to sound kitchen here in, in was in Franklin. So just South of Nashville mute math played with 21 pilots. There's a whole video on YouTube. You can see me in the first like 10 seconds of it. Yeah. What? Why are you burying this? Do we have to find it out? I thought you guys knew. Um, yeah, you can see me in the first like 10 seconds of it and then you don't see me again for the rest of the thing. But so helped engineer this, but the song is heathens from 21 pilots featuring mute math. It's a weird little collab thing. I'm looking it up now. That is awesome, (laughs) dude. You just see me like arms crossed in the control room (laughs) while they're all talking and then it cuts to them. You might have to silence me because I'm about to watch it. No, (laughs) we'll wait till the pod is over. Uh, Ryan, what do you got? I feel like you all are going original music here and I'm going retro, which uh, is interesting. Uh, this one popped up on shuffle for me. I started, have you guys ever found like your old, old, like Napster slash iTunes playlist? Have you guys ever like I came across some, that? I found some old burn CDs. That's, that's about as close burn, as I get. Okay, that's similar. So Lifehouse, Hanging by a Moment came on. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Hell yeah. Which I love that song. And so that just brought me back to like, well, I guess middle school, right? High school. I don't, that I'm whole not gonna, genre of music was Wade. awesome. Jason Wade. 
Anyway, it was so great to hear that. It brought back all the nostalgia and just I made me it made me my feels. So loved it. Lifehouse hanging by a moment. That record was very important to me in my musical journey. Really? No, no name face. Yeah. That record like meant a lot to me. Hmm. All right. Just in terms of the the writing, the way it was produced, like like why? All all of it. Um Jason used to lead worship at a church that in Malibu that I used to be affiliated with. And so like, there was like this crossover of we, I knew people that knew him, the band I knew, I had known the band for a little while before they blew up. Like it was just this whole thing, but the writing was awesome. The way it was produced was awesome. Cool. Love that record. Heck yeah. I like it. I like it a lot. Quick. You didn't do it. Just do it. Just do it. Hot take. Hot take. I was waiting for you to yell it. This <laughs> oh, he didn't try to yell on top of you. Nope, nope. This one, I feel a little greasy. I feel a little... You should take a shower. <sighs> I feel a little... Already with the puns. Oh, man. All right, let's get into this. All so, right. This hot take was birthed from a late night snack I was having this week. And it brought about the question, because who doesn't love... French fries, especially fast food slash fast casual restaurant French fries. It is one of my guilty pleasures, and I feel like America's guilty pleasures too. Freedom fries, if you will, here in the United States. With that, I started thinking about the ultimate French fry that exists on this planet. And there are a lot of tantalizing and tasty French fries to go over. All right. Is there someone just continually backing up at your house? Yeah. <laughs> like, is there a wide load coming through? I've tried to, I've tried to ignore it like most of the podcast, but now it's just you speaking and it's <laughs> a lot. Is there a car backing up outside? The French fry delivery truck has arrived and it is backing <laughs> into, uh, do you want me to just wait? Do you want me to just wait? I, uh, we have no idea how long it'll be. <laughs> yeah, we don't know. Uh, I mean, it's, it's an alarm. Wait. Hey! Oh, all right, there it is. Right. See, I just, just had in to ask. Time. It just wanted just attention. Just in time. All, all right. right, go ahead. Now, <laughs> just just go ahead. It's you know, fine. I think it's. You know what I think it is? I think it's the people. Have you ever been in the parking lot? And you can't find your car, and you just <laughs> keep setting your alarm off because you're trying to figure out where your car is. Yeah, all right, so I think that's happening. I I I do know that phenomenon because. Uh, where I used to live in the condo building, there was a uh, car dealership, like or, or a service place right behind our building. And that was how they would find the cars in the parking lot <laughs> every day. No system, just no beeping. Out. And it, it was the most annoying thing on the face of the planet. It was just inconsiderate. <laughs> and they did not care. Like, couldn't label the parking spots no, and actually and like, like, like ticket you know, that reflected those guys, that. Those guys are getting to work at like you know six, seven in the morning sometimes. So it's like six thirty a.m. Beep. Somebody's alarm going off. Beep. Well, I appreciate you all filibustering. All right, because I think the alarm is finally done. Okay, go French on. fries. Go go go. All right, here we go. Back to my random soliloquy here. French fries, America's favorite pastime. With that, I started thinking what the ultimate beautiful, tasty, and delicious French fry was. And there are a lot of options that exist here, but I started thinking and creating what is the ultimate and tastiest French fry. One, to me, it has to be some sort of crinkle fry. There has to be some sort of crinkle associated with this fry. I see heads being uh, shaken in the Zoom. Let me finish before the attacks start coming my way. So crinkle fry, some sort of crinkle has to be in, in the, the, uh, the formula here. Number two, I like seasoned fries. I like my fries to have some sort of seasoning on them. Not just salt. Give me some sort of seasoning in there that just is savory and beautiful and makes my mouth water. That's number two. And number three, I like the ability to have this fry be dipped in something flavorful. Now, not just ketchup or honey mustard or sweet and sour sauce or a frosty. What I is want it to be happening? Some, just say I think he's just hungry. hungry. Yeah, man. You, <laughs> you've listed every type of food. 
I'm hoping that people are listening to this during lunch and going, okay, where am I going to get lunch yeah. and waiting for me to specifically finish this argument to figure out where they're going to get lunch. If you so weren't with hungry that being before, said, now you are. <laughs> with that being said, the ultimate fry, the ultimate fry is without question, five guys, burgers, and fries. Hmm. Without question. Good. The Not normal only, one or the Cajun one? The Cajun one. The Cajun, well, it depends, because you can get the Cajun oh, on the side. You can get the Cajun on the side. So I thought some it's people, ultimate. Some people don't like that much spice. They the, the one thing I love about Five Guys, I don't really love no, 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 You no. have to defend one position, all right, not all of them. Give me the Cajun. Give me the Cajun. You all that are uh, have flavor overflow, get the heck out of here, okay? <laughs> give me the Cajun all day, all right? And not only overflow. that, they fill your bag up with extra. So not only do you get the, you get the little cup, they'll dump extra inside of there so when you get the bag it's just greasy and overflowing and on the side you got to get the malt vinegar because nothing goes well better with cajun fries than the malt vinegar dip so ultimate fry number one in america undisputed champions of the world five guys burgers and fries the cajun kind nope you mean just dunk all over him immediately yes because i know where you're going it's not gonna be hard to but go ahead i know where you're going so Arby's curly fries. Yes. Thank you. The curly <laughs> fry. Get, get out of here with your five guys. That's take. not even my favorite curly fry. Oh, oh my, God. my gosh. So where would you go, Rye? Well, do you consider like a, do you consider a, a checkerboard fr- fry? Curly fry with it its is own not, seasoning. No, it's not waffle fries or not curly fries. It is a curly fry from Arby's. Like, Put a Jack in the box fork is better in curly fries done. than Arby's. Yeah. No. Oh, no. Absolutely not. Get out of here with that. What? Are, no. The curly fry is its own seasoning, like the type of breading that it's in. We are in complete agreement in his Arby's curly fries. Oh it is God. three on one right it now. It is three on one on there Arby's. There is no like, chance. For, no. Not, I am not willing, a single chance. I am willing to hear arguments about Chick-fil-A's waffle fries. I'm willing to like. Which is second on my list. Have a conversation about that. But it's Arby's Curly's and that's it. Yeah. Period. Those are the, the elite fries. I would take, I would take to me, if you're going to go through drive through fries, I would rather have like rallies and checkers fries than I would Arby's no. crew. What is, what? dude, that, those, you? those are, yo, those aren't even top five. No, not even, no, they're not. I, I will take an argument about Wendy's before I will take rallies and checkers. Come on. Wendy's fries are fantastic because they're fresh and, and potato cut and yes. seasoned to perfection. They are but your typical fry that you think great. of. When Make, you think of French fry, I, I truly believe if you don't want to go, curly fry or waffle fry or anything if you think of just a regular french fry it's got to be wendy's but I mean, to me mcdonald's is up there mcdonald's is is definitely a class that's your classic fry that's what people think of when they think of french fries they think of mcdonald's i just I, mcdonald's is in i'm 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 sorry. I love McDonald's. We don't want to make any sponsors upset no. here. So everybody <laughs> no, no, is welcome no, 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 to sponsor no. we, McDonald's. We started we this. It. We started this. We had to get down the road. Um, their fries are inconsistent to me. Yeah, like sometimes they they're good. Be. Sometimes they're not. That, that's a very true statement. Sometimes they're salty. Sometimes they're not. You like know? I'm when I get an sometimes Arby's hot, curly fry, it's always the same level of amazing. And it's the true. best part about curly fries is sometimes you get the really really big curls and then the really really tight curls and they taste. Yeah, like, dude, I if like somebody, really, really if somebody steals that one curly fry, you know you which are. one. You, you know, know which what one. we're talking about. You know what we're talking about. If you're that person, shame on you. I, I would also take over the five guys fries. The nacho fries from Taco Bell with no. the nacho cheese sauce. Mm. No. Oh, yeah. That's a no I, for me. I don't. I love Taco Bell. We've talked about this. You don't go to Taco Bell for fries. You don't, no. but they're good. They're real mm. good. Mm. So our friends over at Uproxx have ranked the best fast food French fries of all time. I've missed these. It's been a while since you've done a list. Give us. We're going to work on merchandising where Ryan's list is a t-shirt that you can buy. Just, yeah, just go top five. Maybe it's just all like right. a pamphlet. We're going to go paper. top six because at number six is the Arby's curly fries. That this uh, this list wrong. is crap. It's already wrong. At number five, Carl's Jr. Chris cut fries. At number four, Chick-fil-A's waffle fries, which I think should have been in the top three. At number three, and this actually, this is an underrated 
and newly on the scene fry that should be considered down the road. Popeye's Cajun fries. Mm. At number two, McDonald's French fries. And at number one, Five Guys Burgers yeah. and Fries. Yeah, see, of course pick list just to accommodate you. Uh, can I go ahead and just, weird, I just typed in top five best French fries. Clicked on the first list, which is someone Ryan normally uses, Thrillist.com. Oh, weird. Those are the our friends. Top we five rankings at Thrillist.com are <laughs> at five. Checker and Rally's famous season fries. Very Checkers, good. sorry. Uh, four, Taco Bell nacho fries. Yeah! <laughs> Vindicated! Three, Chick-fil-A waffle fries. Two, McDonald's fries. And number one, Arby's curly fries. Yeah! That is a list that, that I respect. That is an actual real list. I respect that list. Thank you, Thrillist. I, I, I'm just trying to find. Hang on. Let's see how far we have to go to get to... How quickly, oh, yeah. if you Googled French fries that list five guys as number one. I mean, they even, they, by the way, 14 is Popeye's Cajun fries. It's not even five guys. Well, Thrillist clearly hasn't eaten at enough five guys burgers and fries before or had their Cajun or had the malt vinegar as I assigned to those fries. I never choose to go to five guys. I've been there maybe a handful of times, but that's not a spot that I choose to go. All right. Anyway. We put this to a vote. Yeah, it's our. You guys are you guys are in control of this, and I think we know which way it's going. I, I will be the be underdog here. Let's go, Quad Pod Squad. So Give me those say, five guys. I'm not fries. even going to make him limit it. Just say five guys fries. You want it to say Cajun? I just put five guys. That's five fine. guys fries versus Arby's curly fries. Let's go, Quad Pod Squad. Slaughter. Give me the dub. Oh, it's, no, it's, it's not happening. Just Give me the dub. No, I want French fries. Yikes. All right, so so do I. Let's go get French fries. <laughs> yes. All right, thank you guys again for joining us each and every week on the quad. As always, I'm Chris, Ryan from Miami, producer Josh, Haley the Bear. We love you. We're dancing to that outro. <laughs> <laughs> Who else already put their Uber Eats order in and it's on the way? Oh, I, I gotta go get french fries. <laughs> I, know. I might order some in while I'm editing this.